Do I have a treat for you in this episode? If you've been struggling to pull yourself up and get motivated lately, I have the perfect guest on the show today who talks about the self-help steps that she took to pull herself up and get motivated again. And I know you're going to take away some gems from our conversation. My guest today, Amanda Gorman, is the host of the Finding Your Village podcast and mom to two young kiddos and one of my newest friends that I've made out here in Georgia since I moved here just a couple months ago. As you can imagine, it can be really hard to make new friends during a pandemic, let alone like-minded ones with a positive mindset who are into personal development as much as you and I are. And I'm so excited to introduce you to my new friend who is all these things and more. Amanda is going to open up and share the steps that she has been taking to pull herself up out of her rut that she found herself in during the pandemic, and I'm sure you're going to be inspired. You know what? I'm just going to let Amanda take it from here after the intro, so stay tuned, my friend. This is the Motivation for Mom Show, a personal development podcast for moms, hosted by certified life coach and fellow mama, Sarah Munder. Each week, Sarah will bring you motivation, inspiration, and personal empowerment to help you show up even stronger for your family and be the mom and woman you were meant to be. You sacrifice so much of yourself every day, and it's time to take at least a few minutes and invest this time into nurturing yourself and filling your soul. You are worthy and you deserve it. Ready, Mama? Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you to join me in my Planner Makeover course that is now available, where I'll teach you how to reach your goals, accomplish all of your tasks with ease, establish your non-negotiables, and finally make guilt-free time for things like self-care and all the fun stuff you want to do, all with a strategic use of a planner. In this course, I'll teach you how to get the most out of your planner and how to simply be more intentional with your time. It's all about making your life easier and making your time more meaningful. If you need this, head on over to my website, themamamiracle.com. That's the mama M-A-M-A, miracle.com to get this online course today. Now go enjoy the episode. I am here with the beautiful Amanda Gorman and I, you just have to trust me that she's beautiful because I can see her right now and she can see me. And of course you guys, all you listeners are listening, um, just listening and not watching, but we also have a special guest joining us today. My one month old son, Atlas, he is, um, I'm currently wearing him in a baby carrier and He's sleeping, and so I figured, you know what? Instead of trying to pass him off to someone in the household and then hear his cries in the background, he's going to be joining us today. And of course, that's that's mom life, and that's the reality of um, hosting a podcast. And speaking of, so Amanda is the host of the Finding Your Village podcast, which I love, and I've been listening nonstop. Um, I'm so glad that I found it. I'm so glad I found you. Um, why don't? Okay, it's your turn to say something. Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us who your mom to, and I'd love to also hear why or what inspired you to start your podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me today, and I love seeing you and your beautiful face and the sweet little top part of Atlas's sweet little head. <laughs> so cute. Um, but thank you again for having me today. My name's Amanda, and I am mom to Grace and Cooper. So Grace is going to be four in August. 
and Cooper just turned 18 months um, just a couple weeks ago. And I started the Finding Your Village podcast in February of this year, but I've actually been working on the podcast since I was seven months pregnant with Cooper. <laughs> so I had the idea of starting a podcast when I was pregnant with him because first and foremost, I love podcasts. And when I, right before I decided to become a mom and try to get pregnant with my daughter, Grace, I found podcasting and just thought it was the coolest way of learning new information, sharing information, having conversations with people that aren't really conversations. <laughs> well, I know it's like one-way conversations. I off so often, I feel like I'm having a a one-way conversation. That's why I'm always like, and I know you do the same thing on your show. It's like, please send me emails, contact yeah. me on Instagram. Like I want to hear, make sure people are listening. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And well, it's funny because starting the podcast has made me realize what a bad podcast listener I have been historically that I have not reviewed as many shows as I should have or emailed people or given feedback or gone on the, the show's page that I love listening to and I haven't given any feedback as a listener and now I'm a podcast host and I'm craving this feedback because it feels like a one-way conversation like you said. I completely can relate to that. In fact, that's, that's actually like something on my daily to-do list is to just go and drop like one review on a podcast or even just like other things like Yelp reviews and things like that. Because it's, you know, that's what makes the world go around and what you give is what you receive. And it, it also feels just so good to contribute your voice in that way. It does. It does. And then I know that it feels good from um, a content creator perspective to hear like, wow, okay, people are actually not just digging this, but maybe it's helpful. Um, and that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of contributing to that greater conversation. So in case uh, you listeners haven't picked up on this yet, please go rate and review our podcast, this <laughs> one, The Motivation for Mom Show, and of course, Amanda Gorman's, which is the Finding Your Village, which you can find probably on any podcast platform, right? Yep, exactly. Okay, so now that we got that <laughs> out of the way, so your mom to two, you host a podcast. Um, is this kind of your main gig right now? Are you, what, what have you done in the past? Yeah, um, so it's not my main gig right now. I work part-time for a talent optimization company. And so we're a software company that has tools for uh, companies to utilize along with their HR services. And there are behavioral assessments, cognitive assessments that enable companies to understand their people better and to use that real data to make the most productive and efficient work environments um, possible. So I've been doing that for almost a year now. Previous to that, I worked for another software company in the healthcare space. So I am new to the podcasting world. This is my side gig. Um, and this is really just a passion project of mine, to be completely honest. And um, and like I said before, I, I got into podcasting and found it so valuable just educating myself on how to be a mom once I became pregnant and just what is out there and then learning about how to be a better wife, a better friend, a better coworker. And so podcasting for me has been very much learning based. And now I feel like I'm kind of diving into more of that greater community conversation aspect of it. Um, but yeah, I know that's kind of a long-winded way of answering your question that this is in fact my side gig and my, um, my passion project. 
but I absolutely love it. And who knows, maybe someday it will turn into my full-time gig. Well, but, I have to say, okay, so you have a lot going on, obviously. And I have to say that you just have a naturally amazing voice for podcasting. Like you're very, I noticed that right off the bat because there, I'll be honest, there's a lot of shows that I start listening to, especially some of the smaller ones. And when I say smaller, I mean like they have just a few episodes up, right? Kind of yeah. just getting off the ground. And I unfortunately have to turn it off because I'm just like, I can't, I can't listen. I can't follow. Although the content's good. But with yours, like you just have such a strong and nurturing voice. And so I just want to quickly mention the way that I found you, or maybe I should say you found me, um, was of course now he's waking up and starting to, I might have to stick a boob in his mouth. Oh, that's really <laughs> I have to say I love those little baby noises, so it doesn't bother me. <laughs> he's so noisy. Um, okay, so the way that you found me was I was very pregnant. I was pushing 40 weeks, and I think I um, had posted in one of, we're both in Georgia. Yeah. And I had posted in one of our local like Atlanta moms groups or something about I was really feeling like I was in labor, but it just wasn't ever leading to anything. And I was feeling really frustrated and I was like asking for some feedback from the community about, um, oh, you know, what? it was the Georgia moms for better birth group, I think, which is such great, a great group. Yeah. And um, you chimed in and you said you did an episode about prodromal labor. And I was like, what, what is this? I've never heard of this before. I'm going on three kids. And um, I listened to it and it was like spot on what was going on this prodromal labor, which I never had known was a thing. And like, no one ever tells you about in the yeah. medical community. And so I learned so much. And then I went back and listened to um, like the plugged ducks episode that you did. And I had mastitis with my first two all the time. And so anyways, your podcast was like really helpful and you just have such a comforting voice. And so I just wanted to give you props for that. And I'm so glad that you found me and I found you. And um, I'm really excited to talk about what we're going to talk about which um, today, which is, of course, motivation on the Motivation for Mom show. Um, all right, I'm pulling him out of his little, his little baby's sling. Little monkey can just hang out with us. Well, I wanted to say thank you very much for that compliment. And I feel the exact same way about your voice. And I just loved our little neat cute of how we... <laughs> I know. I was like, we could totally be friends. She's a podcaster. She lives in Georgia. Um, yeah. We're totally oh, yeah. on the same page. Far away from each other. I live in Woodstock. Uh, where are you at? Uh, Alfreda. Oh, yeah. We're like both in the suburbs of Atlanta. For people that are not from this general area, we're like 30 minutes away from each other. Okay. I'll be honest. I um, It crossed my mind to ask you whether or not you wanted to record in person. Oh, and so I was like, I don't know if that's acceptable yet. Like, because okay. we're... We're in this weird, um, like, so I, I come from California, I just moved from California, and California was one of the first states to shut down, and um, they're very, very hardcore about, like, social distancing there, right? But here, it's like our state of Georgia, like, everything's open now. And, and we were one of the first states to open up. <laughs> right, exactly. And so it's, it's like people are living as if everything's back to normal here, although I'm still kind of like, I don't know, like, I don't know what the right thing to do is. And so, anyways, long story short, I... I look forward to meeting you in person. And I look forward to meeting you in person too. Whenever it, it works, it's comfortable. I'm going to defer to you since you're the one with the little newborn. And I know that there's generally a little more you know, concern about that. But I know it's, it's kind of a funny gray area that we're all living in all the time. <laughs> okay. So speaking of that, um, before you came on the show today, you had um, 
well, we were talking about what we were going to talk about today. And initially I was kind of thinking I'd bring you on and we talk about like maybe the um, postpartum life. Cause I don't really have any episodes about that yet. And you know how to avoid postpartum depression and all that, which um, I'm just going to send everybody to your show for all the mommy and parenting related topics. Um, and you had mentioned that you're really going through kind of a personal transition transformation after this whole quarantine. And I would love to just dive into that. Where are you at right now? How are you doing? And you had mentioned um, grieving some of the the things in your life from the past. And I want to know all about that too, because I think that that's really relatable. Well, thank you very much. And, um, and I would absolutely love to have uh, folks come over and listen to the show if you have specific more like how-to questions. And I did want to finish that loop. I don't think I finished my thought of um, finding your village. I started the show to be the kind of answers for those questions that mom have that moms have about what is mastitis, what is a plug duct, what is prodromal labor. All these things that you said, I had no idea what it was. I said the exact same thing, and that's why I started that show. So I love that mine is a little bit more how-to, and yours is more motivation focused. How are you feeling? How are you thinking? And I really enjoyed listening to your show because all of that is needed and necessary. So I just wanted to say that. Um, but, but yeah, so where I'm at right now is I feel like I'm, if I can use some imagery, I feel like I'm climbing out of a well. Like I feel like I've been, I fell into a well when all of this started a couple months ago. And I sat at the bottom of the well for a month. <laughs> And then I decided to get out and now I'm like halfway out. That's how I feel right now. Yeah, that's totally relatable. I think that um, a lot of us are feeling like that. And it's so, I love that you use that illustration because when you think about it, it's like, wait, why am I still in this well when I could actually do something about where I'm at? And um, this is the perfect conversation to have mid-year because we're um we're in a space now where where it's like you know uh, i did an episode recently about doing a mid-year check-in and going okay how do i want this the rest of this year to go and so um i want you to keep elaborating because i want to hear everything go ahead well i was just listening to that episode actually the other day and when when we were talking about, you know, what we wanted to discuss today. And that's really where I came up with this idea because you talked about, all right, it's mid-year. It's a great time to think about motivation, kind of do a check-in. And I agree with you that this was perfect timing for this conversation to kind of um, keep going with that because, yeah, when I, if I go back to the kind of that well analogy, I feel like that's how I feel that's what happened to me <laughs> during this whole thing. And maybe other people feel the same way because this whole quarantine COVID-19, I mean, it happened to all of us all at the same time. So I just kind of feel like I got smacked in the face, like got pushed down a well. Then I was disoriented and trying to figure out what had happened. And so that's why I say, you know, I kind of feel like I sat in a well for a month and just was trying to reorient myself as to what was going on. And then Along the way, the last couple weeks or so, I think I realized that I do have a choice, like you said, to climb out. I do not have to stay here forever. And even though it might not be fair or I didn't ask for this, 
it is still what's going on. And I have a choice to just remain sitting down here and being kind of lost and miserable or to climb out, do some hard work and move on. So I can move away from my uh, well analogy <laughs> or metaphor. <laughs> but um, so during, I feel like I lost a lot of motivation that I had during quarantine um, for, for really just two things. One is just everyday stuff. I start, stopped doing some habits that I had gotten into the habit of doing just because my world was so shaken up and different. And you touched on that in the, in the uh, yearly check-in episode. And so I stopped, for instance, I stopped working out. I was taking my kids on a walk every day in addition to that, with the really beautiful, nice spring weather that we had had or that we were starting to have. And um, I think that I was so in the middle of grieving the loss of my normal world and what I knew and bringing my kids to school every day and having playdates and, and having the house to myself where I rule the roost every day from nine to seven when my husband's not here. I, I lost all of that. And it took me some time to realize that that will is what was happening. And it also took me time to realize that my motivation also disappeared with all of that. And now, um, and then actually I wanted to say one other thing that I realized um, is that I launched Finding Your Village podcast in February and then kind of all hell broke loose in mid-March. And so I stopped doing the podcast for all of April. And that was a really big blow to my everything, pride, self-esteem, motivation, um, because I had worked on this for almost a year before releasing it. And I had such great motivation and I was chugging along with this new thing, with this brand new thing. Um, side note, one of my new favorite podcasts is Brene Brown's Unlocking Us. She's amazing. Um, in her very first episode, she refers to something called an FFT. I am not going to define what that means because I would like everyone to go listen to the first episode of Unlucky Us and you will laugh when you realize what FFT stands for. But I was in the middle of a big FFT starting this podcast. And then I just feel like I got kind of like smacked in the face with just this change of life. And so I stopped doing that too. And so both things, just the loss of kind of my everyday normalcy and then Kind of feeling like I got sucker punch, punched in the middle of this FFT of my new podcast, um, it just was really defeating and deflating. Yeah, that's so relatable. Um, I just keep thinking too about how, as you're talking, how this happens so easily with motivation um, because motivation is it's you know, it's something that kind of compounds, it kind of builds off of itself. And when you're, it, there's no doubt that you're going to be having, finding yourself in a loss of motivation when you're completely, like you said, disoriented and having to find a new normal and having to redefine yourself and redefine success and like what is even up and what is even down anymore. Like that's what I, that's how I keep feeling right now in this life. So now what? So what are you what are you doing now to pull yourself out of that well? And what's the rest of the year looking like for you? Yeah, great, great question. Um, okay, so when I finally decided to make a change, um, which 
to answer your question, one of the things that I'm doing is continuing to go to therapy via telehealth, which thank God for telehealth. Love, love, love all the telehealth counselors yes. out there. Um, and I want to give, I'm going to um, repeat something that my therapist tells me, which is that before you decide to do something, you have to think about doing it. And sometimes you even have to think about thinking about doing something. Hey friend, I hope you're enjoying this episode. Real quick, I wanted to remind you to go get your free copy of my life-changing worksheet, The Mama Miracle, on my website, themamamiracle.com. I created this worksheet back in 2017 to help me get out of the biggest mom rut of my life, and using it regularly has completely changed my life. It's crazy how I look back at some of the things that I wrote down back then that I wanted in my life, and call it manifestation, call it prayers answered, or simply a matter of intention realized, call it what you will, but I have achieved everything that I wrote down in the worksheet back then and more. And I want you to start to change the tides for the better in your life as well. Why do I call it the mama miracle? Because I believe that the power that we have as moms to achieve anything we set our minds to is truly, truly miraculous. And this two-page worksheet is going to help you rediscover the power that you have to change your life. Sometimes positive change is so much closer than we think. All we have to get is a little clarity and intention, and that's what this worksheet is going to help you get. It's going to help you figure out what you want, what you're grateful for, what's working, what's not working, what needs to change, and what your next steps are. You can use this worksheet any time of day, but I like to use it first thing in the morning to help me get my mind right for the day. It truly makes a difference. So go get your free copy of The Mama Miracle right now on your phone or tablet or computer whatever you're listening to this on, you can go print it out and start using it today to change your life. Just go to The Mama Miracle. That's The Mama, M-A-M-A, miracle.com. Okay, back to the show. So that time that I spent not doing the podcast, taking the break, just figuring out where I was reorienting myself, figuring out where up and down were once again, after I did that, then I decided, okay, it's time to change. And so now that I have decided to and gave myself that space and mercy and grace to do that, now I'm trying to build, to climb out of this well via baby steps. And so I've done a few things. One is continuing to go to therapy, which is so very helpful. And then another one um, that I've done is I started to give myself like little challenges to try to get myself either back to some of the normalcy that I had before or create new habits, uh, this new normal that everybody you know likes to refer to. So for instance, um, one thing that is absolutely a blessing that my family had a hard time with before the quarantine that now we have an opportunity for silver lining is eating together as a family. My husband used to leave our house at nine and not come home until almost seven. So doing family dinner time wasn't very feasible. And so one thing that we decided is we're going to try to eat a meal together every day. It doesn't have to be dinner. It might be breakfast because depending on the day, that might be the better thing to do. So one week I said, all right, the goal is to try to do one meal a day as a family each week or every day 
um, in the week. So that was like one small goal that I had. Another one that I have is um, instead of making myself feel bad about like not working out or something that was really, really going to be, you know, a big hurdle for me to get over, if that makes sense to, to start doing again, I wanted to make it very easy for myself. So I set up another goal another week. Um, was every day to play piano for 20 minutes. I play piano. I love playing piano. That is that was not a hard goal for me to set. That was not a hard thing for me to say. Oh yeah, it's time to go play piano. I got to check that off my list today. And so I tried to capitalize on create that positive snowball effect that you were referring to. Of oh well, I'm I'm doing my goals. You know, today, last week, doing the family dinners. This week, playing piano. So then. I'm trying to um, kind of build some scaffolding to get up to the harder things that mentally it's harder for me to get over, like working out. I've mentioned that a lot. So I do love working out, but getting out of that habit is pretty significant for me. I can tell when I'm in the habit or when I'm out of the habit. I just, I don't think about it out of sight, out of mind, or I don't even have to think about putting my tennis shoes on because I'm so ingrained in that habit. Um, so what I did is I joined, I got outside accountability. I've been like building my scaffolding on the little things that are easy for me to say yes to. And then I found a gal through the Finding Your Village podcast group on my Facebook group. Um, and she just had a baby um, about seven or eight weeks ago. And she um, is launching her side business of being a beach body consultant. And so she had posted on there that she was doing that. And she is starting a challenge, a workout every day for 30 minutes uh, for three weeks challenge starting on uh, June 22nd. So I signed up for that. So I'm pulling in outside accountability to get me over that hump for those things that are just a little bit harder. That is awesome. Good for you. Um, and you know, what's really powerful about doing challenges like that is especially ones that are every day is, um, it plays into this concept that I talk about a lot in previous episodes, which is establishing your non-negotiables. And so like you've basically committed that over the next, what did you say? Was it three weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks. Every day, non-negotiable, you work out 30 minutes. It's not something you give yourself the opportunity to talk yourself out of because it's just, it's as, as an everyday normal part of your life as anything else is. And that is so powerful because that's going to get you into that mindset again of this is not like this big thing that I've made it up to be. It's just a regular part of, part of life, right? Exactly. Yep. And I liked the fact that the challenge was for three weeks for two reasons, because it's not too long. I can totally do it. And the second thing is there's that statistic floating around there that it takes three weeks to form a habit. So um, I'm hoping that after the three weeks, like you said, I, it will just be a, a, in my everyday life again that I'm used to it. And it's not this big hump that I have to get over. Well, the thing that you can look forward to is that, um, at that point, you're going to have more energy and energy creates energy. And so it's not going to be as hard to go from just like sitting basically, you know, like finding yourself on the floor to now all of a sudden you're running. I mean, I'm trying to come up with some metaphor, but it's not working, but you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Um, and because with motivation, it's, it's not so much that we 
lose belief in ourselves or that we lose the ability to do something, but that all of these external influences actually make us just too tired and burned out. And it's, you know, it has nothing to do with our abilities or how motivated we are as people. It's, it's a lot of it is what we're allowing into our life to sap our energy and take the place of that. And so when you were, when you put that back into your life, that motivation is going to be right there. And you know, you'll, you'll have that and you'll be feeling great at the end of the three weeks. You won't want to stop. That's so true. For the mom who is feeling really similar to where you're at and is like, I don't even know where to begin anymore with finding motivation and like, what type of goals should I set? What is even, what is the rest of the year going to look like? And how am I going to fit in time if my kids aren't going to be going back to school? You know, there's still so many what ifs for the rest of the year. I mean, there's just, and there's just so much else going on in the world right now that's sapping our energy. What advice would you give to that mom that's like still in that well? To focus on, turn inward and focus on yourself and what you can control. So one thing that I'll share that's been another part of kind of getting me out of this well that I cannot take any credit for is um, I am a, a Jesus follower, a believer, and um, God has literally told me and forced upon me, you will get to know you really well. I said earlier that I have been working for um, a, a company that resells the predictive index, which is that behavioral assessment software I talked about. Um, so I, I started working for this company that has a behavioral assessment component for it almost a year ago. Then through my church small group, we did something called the four temperaments. And that is another assessment tool that lets you know about how your temperament is. And then most recently, by listening to Jen Hatmaker's newest book, uh, I was encouraged to, to take the Enneagram test, which is very, or assessment, which is very popular right now. And what I have liked about all of these things and this self-discovery journey that I've been on is that, um, well, I haven't had a choice. It's been forced upon me. <laughs> And I understand why now. And the other thing that I like is I've gotten to know me a little bit better, which is very easy. Who doesn't like to get to know themselves? Who doesn't like to talk about themselves or think about themselves? Let's be really honest. And the other thing is it kind of has let me off the hook because I am someone, and if anybody is, is um, familiar with Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram type one. And that means what I've learned is that I have a massive self-critic in my head all the time that is just always telling me, you should be doing this. Don't you remember that you should do this? And, oh, yeah, I know that you want to rest and everything, but there's all these other things that you could or should be doing. So for me, learning this has let me off the hook. And it's kind of helped me to learn where that self-critic fits in my personal life, because that's a big thing for me. And um, it's allowed me to invite in more self-compassion. And it turns out that the more self-compassion you have, the more compassion you have for other people. Uh, Absolutely. The reason why I say I would start with focusing on yourself is because it's so important. You cannot help anybody else. The, the, 
airplane oxygen mask theory, you cannot help anybody else if you're not getting enough oxygen. You have to put your own oxygen mask on first before you can help other people. So if you are in the bottom of a well, you cannot be of any use to your family, your children, your spouse, your partner, coworkers, if you are not whole on the inside because whatever is going on in here is going inside is going to negatively impact those around you. And so for me, I think that that was key. And again, this was not my bright idea. This was something that was totally kind of forced upon me. And I'm thankfully, and I'm going to give all the glory to God for that. And so even though it was forced upon me, I'm still going to, maybe, maybe that was so that I could sit right here right now and give this advice to somebody else that needs to hear it to go take a free Enneagram test, go take the predictive index assessment um, from a, uh, a professional standpoint and just do take something just to get to know yourself a little bit. Um, and then just kind of start from there. And, and the other advice I would give is if it is feasible for, for folks, if you are really just, if you're just having a hard time, at all, I would highly suggest therapy. There are so many telehealth availabilities and options out there. And right now, I actually did a show on this recently, um, where my cousin-in-law told me, who is a, a psychotherapist, she told me that insurance companies will now cover telehealth counseling where maybe they wouldn't before because of what's going on with COVID and the pandemic. So those would be my two biggest things is going to counseling and just getting to know yourself a little bit. I love that. And why not take advantage of, you know, that's the case, especially you had talked about something earlier about setting um, small goals for yourself, which, you know, that's where you have to start. But I also don't want to underestimate the power that it can have to also in this at the same time in the back of your mind to be thinking bigger and be thinking about those what if future dreams because and I think that Rachel Hollis did an episode about this on her podcast rise um the minute that you stop dreaming about something that you're going after you lose motivation and I think that that's so true because we have to have something always working to not just get us out of bed in the morning, but like something to always be excited about. Like, let's be real. I mean, as women, we're on Pinterest for a reason. We plan for a reason. We're always, you know, planning parties and meals and we're always thinking about our future. And that's because it gives us motivation. and. I just want to remind the listeners to, and I, and I'm reminding myself this just as much is to, you know, while we're starting with those small goals, why not think about what next level looks like and why can't we be thinking about next level, even during the pandemic, even if nothing changes for the rest of the year. And there's so, there's so many things that we can still dream about and think about and be working towards even while things are, you know, quote unquote, not normal out there in the world. And, um, the beautiful, and I'm just about to release an episode on the motivation for mom show today about this, but the beautiful part about this is that you don't have to take big giant steps in order to have a big giant life or in order to reach a big giant goal. And what it really comes down to is, and what I've found in my life is just like showing up and just being consistent. And so those, 
like, you know, quote unquote, small steps that you were talking about earlier, I'm over here thinking, girl, you do that every day. That is going to completely change your life. Like don't diminish what this is going to do. Even the, the small things, even just, you know, think about how much of a big deal it is to make your bed in the morning and how, what an impact that has on your day and the outcome of your day. And it's like, if you do little things like that consistently, you can actually come out at the end of 2020 have like in a completely different place. Like we're not even talking about like near the well anymore. <laughs> that is so true. And I'm really glad that you said that because I think that's really important. Keeping in mind it, when you're in the bottom of the well, it doesn't feel like you can even go there. At least for me, it, it didn't even feel like I was allowed to think that big because I couldn't even survive my day like I used to. And I just felt so not capable. <laughs> so that idea was just way too big. But what you said is very true. And I found that personally, um, just in the last couple months, because like I said, I took a break from doing the podcast, my Finding Your Village podcast for almost the entire month of April. I had intended on taking a break for just one week, and then it turned into a full month. And I, during that time, questioned if I should continue doing it at all. Because I thought, well, gosh, maybe this isn't the right time. Maybe I thought that I was seeing these signs that I was supposed to launch now, but maybe I just got it all wrong. Um, but I, when I thought about not continuing with the podcast, like I said, that's my most recent passion project. I am so motivated and interested in that right now. And it broke my heart thinking about not continuing to do that. And so I'm really glad that I stayed tuned into that because instead of just reacting and just saying, never mind, it's definitely not the right time, I was able to just kind of hang on to that tension of, I don't know, maybe I need to keep praying and thinking about it. Um, and in, the answer was clearly not stop. It was just take a breath. And I think that what you said is so true as well about the little steps. That's what it's all about. There are no big steps. You have to take the little steps to achieve your big goal, your bigger, your bigger dreams. Well, and that's so beautiful too, because, you know, one thing that you and I could both probably agree on, um, I'm interested to hear your perspective on this, is doing the podcast is, does just as much for, for us as it does for the listeners listening. And I find so much joy out of putting out these episodes and getting that feedback and having listeners write me and email me and send me messages on Instagram saying, Oh my gosh, this episode changed my life. And thank you. And that brings me so much joy, but let's be real at the end of the day. I mean, I don't know about you, but it totally keeps me on track. And oh. <laughs> like, I don't know if you do this and this is probably going to sound really weird, but I go back and listen to my podcast episodes oh, yeah. and <laughs> I don't know. Quality control. <laughs> yeah, right. But more so as like a reminder to myself, like this is what you believe in. And sometimes I cry. I go back and I listen to them and I cry because I'm like, wow, you know, I think that we are, how do I say this? we have, well, I always say this, we have more power than we think. I think that we're smarter than we think. We have more ability than we think. And 
it's, we make it this big deal to like get back up again when we fall. Like, oh my God, I got to pull. And I know it feels so hard. It feels so hard to pull yourself up when you've just been dragging. Yes. But like once you do take those small steps and that motivation starts to compound and then you're like, okay, that belief starts to become stronger in yourself again. And you realize, you realize your power again and it doesn't feel as hard. And it's like, okay, now we're making some traction and getting some progress. And now I can see maybe like where this is going or where this could go. And maybe life is not so devastating. Like I thought it was. (laughs) That's so true. I also wanted to um, circle back to our, our origin story of how we met because from my perspective, it was very interesting and it seemed, um, almost divinely ordained as well, because I commented on your post um, that you made in the Georgia Moms for Better Birth Facebook group, just giving you some encouragement, because I had, I dealt with prodromal labor twice, went with both of my children, um, and you, and, uh, and I sent out that episode, and I was like, well, I could, I was thinking, I could rewrite you know, my advice, but I could just send her this, this episode, which I'll do occasionally. If it's just like, here's my show notes, here's the episode, if you want to listen. Um, but then you wrote back and you said, Oh my goodness, I'm a fellow podcaster. This is so funny. Thanks for the episode. And then I of course, went and Facebook stalked you and found your podcast. And I see that you've been doing this for years and years. And I like went like this, I covered my face because I just thought like, here I am, this brand new little podcaster, you know, <laughs> sending you this um, veteran <laughs> with a fantastic show, voice, content message. Go on. I, felt, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like such a dork being like, oh my goodness. Like, oh, here's my little show. But it was so great because then you came back and you're like, oh, well, um, you know, here's, and we both rated and reviewed each other's podcasts and gave each other encouragement and then have become like had this new friendship relationship. So um, I just wanted to say my side of the story too, because um, it felt, it was a big deal for me. It was a big podcasting moment for me. <laughs> oh, you just made my day. And I just, oh my gosh, I just adore you. You're so sweet. Um, I am definitely not a veteran podcaster by any means. I still feel so new. But you know, it only looks like I am because I have like so many episodes now. I mean, you could always compare yourself to someone that has way more episodes. Like I look at other podcasts that have like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes. And I'm like, wow, that's so much work. But you know, that it just goes back to you just do something consistently. And one day you have like a hundred episodes under your belt. Just one day. And then like, I look back on my journey and it feels like yesterday that I um, hit rock bottom in my mom life and created the Mama Miracle Worksheet. And I talk about this in like some of my first couple of episodes, just kind of how this all unfolded for me. And then I became a life coach and I started the podcast and that feels like just yesterday, but it just goes to show like, I didn't do anything brilliant there was nothing brilliant along the way there's nothing really not to diminish like what any of us do but at the end of the day like you probably know this too like you just have to be consistent and like just show up and it won't always be a perfect consistent journey because like you there has been weeks where I didn't put out a podcast episode because life because I just wasn't feeling it because I was like 
you know, I told myself things like, how can I motivate someone else if I am just like in the pits right now? And I'm sure you probably deal with that too. And it's like, but it's that also having that a little bit of accountability, like you have someone counting on you and that is so powerful. And I think that that's what shifts, like you can do all the work on yourself, which is really powerful and you always have to be doing work on yourself but the minute it switches and you start helping others it like really reaffirms the importance of the work that you do on yourself and so good for you for doing all this work you've been doing and for i mean you you are changing the world with every episode that you put out you really helped me i was losing my ever loving mind there at the end of pregnancy and now here we are a month later and here he is and it's like time passes anyways it's gonna keep passing anyways you know why not just take those steps and just what's like Anna and Frozen 2 tell me you've seen Frozen 2 oh I did yes do the next right thing is just always in my head (laughs) (laughs) right when she's like in the cave and she's like I don't know. I don't know how the song goes, but I yeah. always imagine that scene. <laughs> and I just wanted to say, I just love seeing you here right now with your little baby in your arms and you're doing it. You are recording a podcast. You're going to put it out there. You said you have another podcast you're publishing today. You are a warrior woman, strong mama, and I just love seeing you. So it's amazing. We all are, sister. Thank you so much. You are a light. I hope you enjoy this conversation I had with Amanda Gorman. Please make sure that you go subscribe and listen to her podcast, Finding Your Village, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you hang out on Instagram, you can go connect with me and her. I'm on there as Sarah Munder, and you can find Amanda on there as Finding Your Village. Be sure to say hi and let her know that you heard her on the Motivation for Moms podcast. She also mentioned to me after the show that she has a Facebook group called Finding Your Village New Parents Group. So go check it out and get the support you need. Amanda and I would both love it if you took a second to write a review of our podcasts. This one, of course, Motivation for Moms and her podcast, Finding Your Village. It would really mean a lot to us. It truly makes a difference in the work that we're doing to bring you all of this great free content and support. Thanks so much. And thanks for tuning in today on another episode of Motivation for Moms. Now go out there, take charge of your day, you beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama. Talk to you soon, friend.